Hey, Glenn and Tom, this is Glenn's boss. I'm just calling to clear the air about a few items that I I feel like I was uh, unfairly represented on the pod. Uh, first off, uh, I'm not some kind of stickler, punctuality freak. Uh, you know, when I started in this business, people showed up dressed for the job, suit and tie, shine shoes, ready to work, some pep in your step. And you know what? Most importantly, they showed up on time. Uh, you know, Glenn's trying to wiggle out. I need to take 10 minutes here, five minutes here. Got to take a day off. Got to work from home, this and that. I've had enough of it. Show up well-dressed, ready to do your job. Okay, Glenn? Uh, second, uh, I am not showing Glenn favoritism or fraternization. I take everyone out to lunch so I can get them comfortable to take unfavorable odds on sports bets. Um, love this pod. Long-time listener. Ha- uh, thanks, guys. Yeah. All right. Welcome to the Late to Work podcast with Tommy and Glenn. This is Tommy. That's Glenn. It's a weird day today, Glenn, but mm-hmm. actually, I, th- I guess I'm going to be under. Like, I don't really know because the snow has everything delayed. What about for you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, same. I mean, I, I got to say right off the bat, it doesn't, I don't know if there's a lot of confidence in you saying that you're getting under. Um, we'll see. I, I don't remember we'll see. exactly what time they said to go in, you know. Yeah, that's part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's it's crazy out here. So we're both on a one-hour delay. Uh, so so it's 8.23 Philly time right now. They said I got to be in at 9. Uh, but it's like ice road truckers out here. Is it a uh, road bad? Yeah, it's all slick, and, you know, these cars are driving around with snow falling off the top of them, and everything's backed up. Um, so God God knows if I'll be in on time. I, I, I don't care at this point. It's more about our lives, Glenn, which is a, it's a nice metaphor for how we feel about this in general. Just trying yeah. to live our lives, man. Yeah, for God's sakes. Yeah, so know. snowing in Nashville, too, we got six inches, and we don't wow. have, like, snow removal services in Nashville because it snows like this like once every couple years um and it's it's rough out there I they had me driving to work on Monday I was already a little bit bummed out because I'm jealous of everybody who's off for Martin Luther King Day Mm. and like the ride in on Monday felt like I was risking my life for no reason even though I lived 10 minutes away (laughs) uh and like other people at the office, most of them didn't go in, but the handful of did. <clears throat> wow, they weren't too happy about their drives. To, they drove for like an hour, so I mm-hmm. and it took them obviously longer than an hour, but they live kind of far out. Yeah. Um. So they still had like patients co- going in. We had one. Yeah, we had one important okay. one, and took care of him, and then basically shut down. But, um, and then yesterday we just closed outright, so that's why we haven't had a Tuesday up. Uh, I wanted mm-hmm. to sleep in. I think maybe you slept in as well yesterday. Is that right? I, um, I ended up working from home. I mean, I was up pretty much usual time, but they gave us the call or the text, you know, in the morning and said, you know, schools are closed, offices closed, work from home. So I got that. 
And so my day was pretty easy yesterday, except I had to gear up at like 5 p.m. and go over to West Philly because I, I produced a moth show last night. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I, I'm not, I won't get into like the whole thing, but it was just it was just tough getting out. So like five o'clock, I'm going over to my car with a broom and like getting everything off, scraping the windows and, um, you know, I had to get everything in gear and like drive out like 25 minutes. And it was wild because I think normally they would have just canceled the show, but we already had a show pushed back from last week because of flooding. So last Tuesday it rained and the river flooded here. So they canceled everything. And then now it's snow, but we had already like doubled, you know, doubled up on the, on the show. So we were like, all right, let's do it. And then it worked out. It was good. You know, everybody showed up. It was, it was a good time full show there was like 250 people in attendance and everything worked out great yeah yeah the philly people weren't too scared off which shouldn't surprise anyone but still you know i if you love the moth you're gonna get there in the winter weather that's what i'm hearing they show up man they turn out what are the odds of getting some of those moth audience members to cross over into the spinoff of the Moth, the Late to Work podcast. <laughs> you think there's a chance yeah. we could get some of them to tune in? We could get one or two. Uh, I mean, a good friend of mine was at the show with me last night. Um, and then... Um, one I or two hundred like, or... What? No, 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 no. He was... Or one or friend two of mine people. Was, no, I'm losing you here. <laughs> <laughs> I, no. I had a friend like working the show with me. Um, shout out, Alex Murray. But uh, wait, what's his name again? Pod one of these days. But he needs to get a job first, so we can't really get him on the late to work podcast until he actually has a job to go to. What was his name again? Alex Murray. Okay, and this yeah. guy's unemployed. Uh, for the time being. Any other personal details to share? <laughs> <laughs> He's a good guy. I'll, I'll leave him be. Um, he's a good dude. I'm five foot good... four. Uh... Yeah. But that's a, it's a good observation because there is a network there that I've like barely tapped into with like writers and comedians. And, you know, I usually just see these people in passing and I'm like, hey, what's up? But then we like don't really connect that much outside of it. I don't know. The writers and the comedians. Yeah. Something tells me that those guys don't have to get to work at a certain time usually. No, no, that's that's true. You ask them what they do for a living, and you always get, like, a weird answer. Wait tables? Yeah, a lot of that. You know, teachers that are, like, in between positions. I guess that was me for a while. Um, but then there's just, like, a lot of gig workers and, like, people that work night jobs. and Yeah. Well, it, I... I'm just saying that they might, you know, they might like some late to workness. That's all I'm saying. Seems like you've got, because if we get just a few hundred more listeners, we can monetize this thing. (laughs) I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, If you guys are catching the sounds of me steaming my pants, forgive me, but these pants needed to be steamed, trying to get the wrinkles out. So, Glenn, the last few days have been snow days, and I kind of mentioned we're not used to this, so I don't have great snow gear. And Jacob had a strep throat, so uh, it's been tough kind of telling him, like, hey, I don't want us to play too much in this snow. 
just like the last thing a kid wants to hear. Um, but I gave him about 10 minutes yesterday. He had maybe 20 minutes the day before when it was less cold. But, you know, it made me really nostalgic, honestly. Like, I was, like, remembering things exist from my past. I'm like, oh, yeah, snowmobiles. I, I never had a snowmobile. Every time I asked for one, my very impoverished family would tell me that there was absolutely no way in hell we were getting a snowmobile. Mm. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know if you ever had one. but uh, I never I never had one, but it, it sounds like you're describing a nostalgia for a time that didn't exist. Yeah. Which, which is uh i, I used a, other people's snowmobiles like twice okay so that's what yeah. I, i'm nostalgic for seeing other people on snowmobiles i see <laughs> watching I other people cruise along uh 17m on their snowmobile mm. um but no i've been nostalgic for that and sledding and those like moisture wicking overall snow suits that were like so perfect uh, when I was a kid. Mm. Um, <clears throat> my Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles discs uh, sled. It was just like a purple or a blue disc, rather, with all the turtles on it. That was sick. Um, I remember when I wanted to get into snowboarding, and my mom told me no because we couldn't afford a snowboard. And she got me like hundred dollar snowboard from Walmart that was just meant to go like down the hill in our backyard. Yeah, yeah. So that was pretty sick. <laughs> yeah, I was just I was nostalgic for all that shit. Wow. Um, and I'm a little bummed out that Jay can't enjoy it. I had to explain um, to him. I was like, dude, I can't like buy you a new full out snowsuit every year because the way your body grows. When I'm not even sure we're gonna have snow in a given year. Yeah. So, yeah. But also, nobody knows how to drive, and the roads aren't clean, and I don't even want to go to work today. We're going to see how the roads look, but we're supposed to drive Jake back uh, to his mom's today, and if the roads suck, I'm going to have him stay another night, because he's already stayed several, or a handful of nights more than usual, so. I got you. <clears throat> but that's what past couple of days have been like for me. I worked for a little bit. And then uh, I've mostly just been clowning around, playing Splatoon, taking care of the fam. Nice. Have, nice you, have you gotten into anything cool recently? Have I gotten what? Into anything fun or cool? I, uh, I mean, I had some people over this weekend. Some friends of mine were just binging board games. Nice. Uh, so that was pretty fun. But what I got, was the I got highlight board game? What's up? What was the highlight board game? Um, okay, so two games that we were playing like back-to-back wingspan and everdell okay and i probably mentioned them on this but everdell you've talked about i can't is wingspan the everdell expansion no no wingspan is the the one where you're like collecting birds it's a different game um so i got expansions i think i mentioned this on our our christmas episode or our post christmas that i got expansions for both wingspan and everdell oh okay yeah, and then I had people over this weekend, and we were just like playing them nonstop. So that was that was pretty fun. Um, but then to go back to the snow for a second, you know what's wild here in Philly? What's wild? This is, this is the first significant snowfall. So we've got maybe three inches of snow on the ground. All right, three or three, maybe four inches. This is the first significant snowfall that Philly has had in two years. 
Really? So there was no snow last year, no snow the year before, just all rain. Yeah, the weather's been so weird, man. I mean, obviously Texas froze over just a couple years ago. And that was uh oh, we got an accident on our hands. No, I just I just honked somebody. I did I didn't mean to double honk. That was supposed to be a single honk. <laughs> Who are you double honking? What are you honking <laughs> at him for? My my glove got stuck. Well, the guy was okay. I rarely honk, but the guy was uh, he literally uh, stopped moving his car, so I gave him a little honk. Okay. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> just a quick reminder uh, that sound was spliced in. We don't record this podcast in a moving vehicle Um, (laughs) from a legal standpoint it's important to remind everyone that this podcast is fiction absolutely Uh, you know speaking of which we've had some people listen apparently your boss tuned in we we played a clip of that Mm, so mm. i think he's enjoying it you know, real quick, did they ever give you some formal documentation, or are oh, we still just logged? Are we no, logged? I, geez, there was no formal documentation on me being late on a work-from-home day. Um, I was logged. There is another one-on-one today, but I think we're going to be talking about different stuff. Um, there, My office is kind of in, like, a state of crisis right now. Because it's just like a lot of people's numbers are are not good, and I don't think management knows what to do. And then like, I have ideas, so I guess I guess I'm gonna share some stuff with my boss. um, Because I think I'm one of the few people that actually gives a shit. There you go. Yeah. Well, all's well that ends logged. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So. Yeah, my lateness, I was late to work on uh, new new person's first day. That sucked. Mm. Um, right now, I'm looking for dress socks. I've been doing a little bit better with the dress sock organization. Dress socks are particularly difficult <laughs> for me because I don't have, like, a uniform set. It's hard to even find a uniform set. Um, mm. I would like it if all my dress socks were pretty much, like, three different shades. And then I just fucking rocked and rolled. But I, most most dress socks have unique patterns and have a, okay. a one one match out there. Yeah. So are they not paired together? Are you just like rifling through an assortment of socks? I have a box. And Got actually, it. this this leads us into something um, that I've been wanting to talk about. I, I heard um, one of our listeners' wives is astounded that we struggle with lateness, like still, mm-hmm. like most people think like, Hey, you get, you know, talking to about lateness and you go 15 minutes early for the rest of time. And while that sounds nice, I don't think people really understand why we're running late. We're not actually lollygagging. Mm-hmm. We're, we're working hard to get there on time. It's just hard. Because for me, anyway, I'm trying to sleep as much as I possibly can. (laughs) And sometimes I'm sleep deprived and it's for my health. Okay. Mm. So anyway, I'm going to come to you in a second, Glenn, about exactly why you think you are often late. But little things like, you know, my, my clothes need to be steamed or ironed. And then my socks are a disorganized 
cloth uh, ish. I don't know what this is made out of. Fake plastic wicker. I don't know what this is. It's a box. You got and a box I, of socks. It's a box of socks that I leave on top of the washer now. That's my new system. And as the socks come out of the dryer, either me or I, I ask Sydney to please take the dress socks out and put them in the box. Separate from the other socks. Because for a long time, they were mixed in with regular socks. And that made it even harder. So working on my sock system. But <clears throat> there's a lot of reasons to be late, Glenn. You're trying to eat. Mm. You're trying to sleep. Yeah. You know, wow, that sounds so crazy to people. But I'm curious, <laughs> what, what makes you feel like you're, you're late? Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I have one or two thoughts. But I, I'm still stuck on something. You're, <laughs> you got a box of loose socks. Why are they not like they're not already matched together? No, I don't know. I've been wondering how does that happen? Because you take two socks, yeah. you put them in the dirty clothes, and you expect they're going to come out of the dryer at the same time, right? Yeah. I don't Just know what happens. Get, get the two of them, put them together. You got them ready to go. Wait, you you wash them already snatched together, folded in on each no, other? No, when I'm when I'm done, when I'm. After they're dried and all that, I get the two. I, well, I you suppose know. you fold them and put them away as well, don't you? Yeah, right. So you're not folding anything. <laughs> no, we fold our laundry. It's just our system's a little bit backed up. At any given right. time, we've got some laundry to be done, some laundry to uh. be folded, some laundry to be put away. So we have like little systems throughout the house <clears throat> yeah. of, of whatever chore happens at a given, given area. Mm. Um, you know, okay, I got you. I think... Maybe, right, like, and it's it's not to make excuses, but maybe to give a perspective on why I sort of struggle with getting on. Okay, it's two major things for me. I drive uh, between 45 minutes an hour and an hour to get to work. And, you know, sometimes traffic is just a mess and I can't do much about it. But, like, I'm not... Yeah, it's just it's just a pain. I got a, a lot for like upwards of an hour to drive to work. So that fluctuates. And then the other thing is that like I like to have time in the evening with Hannah and just like have time with her. Have a conversation, have dinner, watch a show or a movie. And her schedule is way different than mine. Mm. You know, so she doesn't she doesn't start her day until 10 a.m. And that means that she doesn't really need to go to bed until midnight or later. So she's a night owl. Her clock is basically three hours like later than mine. So as much as I want to, you know, like go to bed at 10 and get up at 530, you know, if I do that. Then I have no personal time with my wife at the end of the day. Very little, anyway. Yeah. And, you know, I'm in the same boat. Uh, this year, Sydney started her own business. And her, she's like me, where her, like, natural tendency would be to be up till, like, midnight or one. And then sleep until, like, nine. Yep. Um. <clears throat> Or, or a little bit later, if you stayed up a little later. And I get <clears throat> bummed out because, like, especially to half of the week, so 50% of nights, Jacob is here. 
So that's, you know, parenting takes up a fair amount of quality time where like, Mm -hmm. yeah, you're together, but like having time with just the two of you is important. Yeah. And a lot of that is like, hey, I've got like, I've got like 45 minutes for you. Then I got to go hit the sack, hit the hay. And you're trying to stretch it to to spend more time with your significant other. And, Mm -hmm. you know. Not to get too explicit, but quality time is important in intimate relationship as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's times where you're having to stay up later to achieve that that quality time. Okay. So it's <clears throat> those types of things can be challenging. Mm-hmm. And these are basic human needs, Glenn. That's why yeah. the lack of empathy from our audience is the most astounding part of the yeah. show to me. I think the lack of empathy that I'm learning from our audience and humanity at large has me. Um, it's a little concerned, to say the least. I think, well, we've talked about this briefly, but I'm also going to mention it matters what your job is. Mm. Like, if you need to be there at 7 a.m. to press the button that makes the city turn on or whatever, like, you, if you had some really important mm-hmm. reason to be there at a very specific time, of course you can't be late. Right. And if I had a job like that, I would unfortunately have to hold being on time as a higher priority in my life in general. Right. But when your arrival time is just like to satiate a rule set, not to actually uh, accomplish any given goal, mm-hmm. it's kind of like... <laughs> Now, now you want me to make this a huge priority in my life where I sacrifice eating and time and sleep and all these things Yep. just so I can make sure I'm never, ever, ever late. Yeah, there's, there's sacrifices made somewhere. You know, if you're not sacrificing the, the arrival time, you're sacrificing quality time or you're sacrificing mm-hmm. personal time. It's, you know, you, it, it's, you got to make cuts somewhere. It's tough. And you and you know, like your life has uh, has an interesting structure where it's like you're not you don't have a regular routine because like you said, Jacob is there half the time. Right. So you don't have a daily situation. You have like a half daily situation. Um, and then, you know, you want to show up and be present for Sydney, your wife, and you want to be present for your son. And it's tough. I mean, you're you're a man of the people. You know, you're going to put the people first. Well, it definitely life, I think, for all of us feels like we're being pulled in different directions by the different people that we love and then by the people that we work for. So yeah. <clears throat> and um, I'll, I'll, I'll say I'll, I'll go one further, not to I won't name any names, I promise. But I know some people um, here in Philly and I know some people back home and it's clear that they put work first. And if you try to get a hold of him, it's like, oh, man, he's always busy. Oh, is he free Friday? Oh, you know, he's working. And they're doing really well in their job. And they grind. And they work overtime. And they're always busy. And the people that I think of that come to mind, they don't seem very happy in their life. Like, if you really prioritize work as number one and you push, push, push to always get there first and always leave last – are you happy in your life? What's your social dynamic looking like? Do you have activities outside of work? Do you feel comfortable when you come home? 
Like, because the people that I think of, it's like, I, I think they're struggling, you know? Well, I did that for a long time. <clears throat> Work was my number one. And it was because, you know, when, <clears throat> when everything happened and, and Jacob was born, we, we didn't have a lot of money. So I knew I had to bust my ass to make sure that he was going to have everything he needed, but you can take that to a toxic level. Mm. And I think that's what a lot of like boomer dads did in like mm. work is life type mentality yeah. is like, <clears throat> yes, I grinded and I worked like literally 78 hour weeks for years. Um, to get promoted and to make more money and was fortunate and did make decent, decent, <clears throat> decent money and do make decent money. But, yeah. uh, you know, I've about, about COVID is when I realized like, Oh shit. Like, well, it happened once, obviously when I got divorced, like when I got divorced, I was like, I gotta be, I gotta make dad like providing is only one aspect of being a dad. Yeah. Um, so I had to pivot and, and found much more happiness when I did. And then when COVID happened as well, you know, the same companies that I had worked 70, 80 hour weeks for, for five years straight were the ones that furloughed me for two weeks because they didn't want to handle my payroll when there wasn't any revenue coming in. So like, that was like, holy shit. Like I've been brainwashed into thinking that I'm part of this like high performing engaged team. And, and I wasn't. Yeah. <clears throat> or if I was, you know, the, the company was so irresponsible that it didn't have enough cash to make payroll if we didn't have money coming in for a week. So mm. uh, the long and short of it is that you can't make work your number one thing, I don't think, and then still be like an accomplished parent. Maybe you can be an accomplished partner, but definitely not an accomplished parent. And I question mm. the partner. And friend, you mentioned friend too. Like, there's yeah. people who want to have social time with you. Yeah, no, for sure, man. It's a tough, it's tough balancing it out. And um, yeah, I'll say one thing, and and not to, I don't, I don't think that we need to go too deep on the show, uh, you know. But I'll, I'll say one thing, and because and, you said you said the D word, and it made me think. Um, so the divorce. Yeah. So my parents got divorced when I was a kid and I suspect that my dad's work schedule was a big factor. So my dad Was he late? Sorry to interrupt this tender moment. Was he late to work? I think he was late to life. Um, oh no. He my dad was and still is an early an early bird and he's up at four AM no matter what and he takes punctuality very seriously. So that's never been his issue, but he had a job and he was working the night shift as a police officer um, for years. So he was uh, in the NYPD and then he was like studying to do a different program. And I think he did everything in his mind to succeed and work and make money. But it left basically no time for my mom. And right. you know what I mean? And, and it's like, I remember my dad being present, but I guess it was really just like the evenings and the, and the weekends. Um, but I don't think he was there really 
like during the normal hour. Like if you're coming in at 10 o'clock at night or five in the morning, um, you know, it was, he just wasn't there, I think, in that relationship. And uh, yeah, man, if you can't show up, if you can't show up for a marriage, like time is important. Yes. So it's like, where are you putting your time? And and so anyway, uh, thankfully, I'm I'm close with with my dad and my mom and, and yada yada. But I think that that relationship took a hit when he was not present, like in his household. That that is, I think, the reason for a lot of divorces. Um, and what your dad was doing was like a noble job too. It's not like he was like <clears throat> running, running things up on the, on wall street all night or something like that. Yeah. <clears throat> or if he was, he was chasing down a criminal on wall street, That's right. but, um, <clears throat> sorry, I can't get my car to remote start Glenn. Oh, well, it started. It start started. Uh, we got some major frostage. Oh, so yeah, I mean, for me, I got to a point where, like, also if things aren't great at home, you don't want to be home, which is a difficult thing. It's kind of the flip side of this coin. Mm. But, but the long and short of it is that, yeah, you got to you gotta make a choice. Be on time to work or get a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's one or the other. That's the choice that we're faced with. So next time a listener is concerned... <clears throat> about why we're late. Maybe they need to understand the stakes. Now I'm going to be scraping ice. This is going to be excellent for the audio quality. Good. All right. This, <laughs> I wonder if this might be the uh, might be our cue. Our cue. Let's see. How much time have we clocked? It's it's That's eight, thirty minutes. Eight. Oh, you know what? You know what? This is a good time. So good. Uh, my ETA. I don't know. I don't mm. know. I think I'm supposed to be there at eight thirty. It's seven fifty two central. Oh, if you're if um, you don't need to be there till eight thirty, you're good. I think I've got plenty of time. You're good. Uh, hopefully, this episode, you know, helped everyone understand why we're late. Uh, Glenn, what's your ETA? All right, right now, I'm gonna say eight o'clock. I kind of shaved off some time. Maybe eight, eight, maybe eight oh one. And um, you're supposed to be there at eight. Nine. Wow. Uh, Nine, rather. I read that wrong. Uh, nine, nine oh one. That's that's what I'm doing. You're supposed to be there at nine. Yeah. Okay, so one minute over. All right. Well, I'm Tommy. That was Glenn. We're late to work. Have a great day. See ya.